Hi, this is Dr. David Wright, and I just wanted to welcome you back to the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. I'm really, really excited. Uh, as you may or may not know, this is now the second season of the Fresh Start podcast, and I'm really, really excited. I've got some some things to share with you about future topics on this podcast, um, about some of the things that we're going to explore this year. Uh, like I said, we're in the second season now. Last year was the first season of the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast, and there were six episodes, um, and I got a lot of really, really good feedback about those. The first episode was an introduction, um, and then I also did episodes on depression, uh, looking at your return on investment. In other words, when you put energy and time and you know resources into things, what are you getting back, and is it worth it or not? So making decisions, decision-making based upon what you get in terms of results and outcomes and how to fix it if you're not getting the right results and outcomes from the things that you're investing your time in. Um, I also did an episode, generally speaking, on medical diagnosis, treatment, and management in America and just kind of how our healthcare system works, some of the flaws, some of the problems with it. Um, and solutions. So that's one thing about my, my podcast. It's not just about problems. It's not just about griping and it, talking about the negative things. It's also about how to fix it, right? Some of the directions that we can go in in terms of fixing things, coming up with solutions, and I mean long-term fixes. I'm not talking about Band-Aids or short-term um, fixes. I'm talking about long-term solutions to really, really deep problems. I also did an episode last year. I ended uh, the season last year with an episode on holiday habits, uh, eating and spending habits. And it was an episode to help you. And that's why it was in December. In terms of your spending habits, your eating habits, and things like that, that way you don't have to make up so many gains or losses in January, right? And so if you make the right decisions proactively in you know September, October, November, December, the holiday season, the fall, then you don't have to lose as much weight and save as much money and things like that in January. So it was a really, really proactive episode. I also did uh, an episode, um, you know, on variables in mental health, some of the things that you should look at, some of the considerations, uh, some of the things that you can look for or you should look for if you're looking for a mental health provider, a counselor, a therapist, a life coach, uh, a psychiatrist, an MD, whoever you search out. Just, you know, some things that you can use in order to make a good decision and get a good return on your investment. Uh, and, you know, one of the focuses on that episode is just this concept. Generally speaking, not always the case, but generally speaking, you get what you pay for. And so if it's cheap, it's probably not a great value and it's not going to bring you a lot of results and, and outcomes in, in, in a positive way. And, you know, a lot of people... Uh, I think in our society, the way it is now, a lot of people look for a quick fix, uh, a cheap fix, a short-term solution, and they invest here, and then it, they drop it, or it doesn't work out, then they do it again, and then you know they've done it six, seven times, and if they had approached it with a good, long-term, valuable solution, they would have spent less money, and they would have accomplished more. But you know that's kind of the society that we live in now. It's kind of it's kind of like that. What's the easiest, quickest, cheapest way to do something? And you know, if you're doing certain things, that might be the route to go. But if that's the general approach that you take to everything in life, then it's probably gonna not gonna work out a lot, especially 
in terms of things that really, really matter, right? And that means things that matter in terms of a foundation, the basics, things like that, you know? Um, you know, just kind of an, as an example, you can, if you want something cheap and quick for lunch, you can go to McDonald's. But if you do that every day, you're probably not going to get good health outcomes, right? You're probably going to end up with a lot of health issues that you probably don't want. Um, McDonald's is one of them. I could go down the list. Burger King and da 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 da, -da and, you know, uh, I could go down the list of all the fast food restaurants, but that's true with most things, right? So if you're looking for a car, you know, there's a reason why a Honda Accord costs as much as it does. Uh, it's going to last. You're probably not going to have a lot of issues, at least right now. If the, if the company changes directions, that's a different story. But, you know, you get what I'm saying. And generally speaking, not always, you get what you pay for. There, is, there are some things out there that are overpriced and worth nothing. And that just involves, avoiding those involves doing some research ahead of time. But generally speaking, you get what you pay for. Whether it's a house, a car, um, a phone, a laptop, a desktop computer, um, the meal that you eat, and things like that. So anyway, that was just a, a basic concept that you'll see expressed in a lot of my podcasts. But anyway, welcome back. Um, some of the things I want to tell you about. Uh, some of the uh, upcoming episodes. So um, I've been wanting to do this for a long time, but I am going to be doing an episode on COVID-19 soon, very soon. I'm really excited about that. I think that's a topic that should be talked about a lot more. Unfortunately, it's not being talked about, um, especially in terms of, you know, health risks associated with COVID-19. Um and the variants and you know i remember when COVID was first announced in march of 20 february march of 2020 i believe it was march of 2020 and the funny thing about it is i actually had COVID in january uh, i remember one person in our office had it uh i think it was COVID. it was way back in 2019 and she had just these weird symptoms she got hospitalized they couldn't figure out what it was i think they they, they termed it or diagnosed it as some kind of respiratory syndrome, severe respiratory syndrome or something like that. And that was in like November of 2019. And then another person in our office got sick in January. And, um, and then I got sick and I had this weird, these, all these weird symptoms that just didn't make sense. And, and I was just like, I don't know what this is, you know? And I was just like, um, really really freaked out about it um and this is january two three months before they announced it or made a public announcement about it but you know i had this runny nose that was just the worst running nose i'd ever had uh i felt nauseous every type of cheese made me feel nauseous and i love cheese uh, <laughs> as you, you may have guessed from from my book even though i try to moderate it but i love cheese um my so you know parmesan cheese just nauseated me all these just things started happening. Uh, and the biggest thing that scared me, um, scared the hell out of me uh, about it was that I actually woke up choking. I woke up in the morning around 3.30, 3, 3.30 in the morning, and I, I literally was choking. And I was trying to figure out what, if it was a nightmare, I actually thought it was a nightmare. And I said, what is going on? Uh, I went to, my, I ran in my bathroom, uh, you know, tried to look in my throat and figure out what was going on. And it what it was is 
the glands in my throat had swollen so much that it was obstructing my breathing. And, and I actually thought about something uh, a, a, a professor of mine said in medical school. He was from India, and he talked about herbal things and natural remedies and cures. And he was actually a physiology uh, professor. And he, he was telling us, if you get a, a sore throat, this is what you should do. Um, you should gargle with this and gargle with that. And he was talking about like sea salt and things like that. And I just was like, you know what? I, I'm choking. I've got to do something. And that's exactly what I did. Now, I'm not advocating that you do that. If you wake up choking, if you can, dial 911. Go to the hospital. Go to urgent care. Do something. You know what? Call 911. That's the best thing that you can do. Uh, but, you know, if you are in a situation like I was way back in January of 2020, you just, oh my God, you don't know what to do. So you want to try some things first because, you, you know, you're choking. You may not make it. Uh, at least I, I was trying to, I was thought it was a nightmare at first because I, you know, I like scary movies. I fall asleep watching scary movies sometimes. I'm like, I woke up choking and didn't know what was happening. And so I did. I gargled nonstop for about 15, 20 minutes. Um, I gargled with sea salt. I gargled with Listerine. I gargled with everything that was gargleable. <laughs> That's a word. Anything that I could gargle with that I thought it was going to bring down the inflammation, uh, I did. And luckily it did. And then I started kind of sucking on cough drops that I keep around because I have bad allergies. Uh, and I sucked on those and it, the swelling went down and, you know, gradually went away. And, um, you know, over the next few days, the symptoms started to subside. Um, I also had uh, a fever. I just felt really crappy, all these things. And those things finally started going away. But that was way back in January of 2020. And then, you know, my note to myself was, I don't know what that was, but that's crazy. Uh, and, and I just kind of filed it away. And I kind of thought about the other two people who had been sick in the office recently uh, and I said, huh, well, I don't know if it's related to what they had, but this is the craziest thing I've ever had. And then next thing you know, um, two months later, they announce about COVID and it's just like, okay. And then other people obviously were starting to get sick and things like that, but they made the formal announcement and I'm like, okay, well, that's what I had. I had COVID. Since that time, uh, I've had it multiple times and I can always tell when I have it. And even, if, even now it's a little bit different. I don't get a runny nose as much. And of course, I've been vaccinated. I've been boosted. Uh, I think I might be due for another booster. But it's slightly different now. But some of the symptoms have barely uh, gone away. So my sense of smell, my sense of taste, those have permanently changed. They've never gone back to the same. My breathing has not changed. It's never gone back to the way that it was. Um, you know, I could go down the list, but I'm going to do an episode about that. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, the variants that are out there. I'm going to give my opinions about things that you can do proactively to help uh, if you have COVID, to help it not, or get COVID, to help it make it so that it's not as severe as it could be. Some of those things have been announced already, but there's just some general health things that I mentioned in my book, The Nutrient Diet, that I think would be helpful too. But I think it's important to be proactive. So when it comes to viruses, bacteria, you know, biological um biological insults um, from viruses, bacteria, fungus, things like that. It's, it's really, really important to be proactive. And the best proactivity that you can have in terms of those things is obviously, you know, public health things like vaccinations and things like that. But it's also things like diet, diet, nutrition, and staying hydrated. 
So uh, I'm definitely going to be doing a, a very comprehensive post, I mean, uh, podcast about COVID-19. And I'm also going to talk about another new virus that is out of China. Uh, and, um, you know, it's a lot of people don't know about it, but I'm going to talk about that virus. Uh, I'm going to present some data that I found online about it. And I'm also just going to just talk about how society has changed since COVID. Uh, some of the, the types of calls that I get and emails that I get from people wanting an appointment and just kind of how things have changed since COVID and kind of the new normal that we're in now. Uh, and that spans a lot of different topics, not just health and wellness, but, you know, just the job market and uh, logistics, finding things, the availability of things on the shelves, the prices of things, inflation. So I'm going to talk about all those things and how they're all related. And obviously, I'm going to talk about proactivity. One of the other things that I'm going to talk about in a upcoming podcast is the train derailment that happened in Ohio. I'm sure a lot of you guys already know about that. Um, a train derailed. It had a lot of different chemicals on it. I think they were at like 120 cars, but I think they only had like two professionals on the train and then one trainee. So one person was training and two people knew what they were doing, I guess, and the other person was learning or in training. And, you know, um, you know, I think uh, today's Thursday, uh, February the 23rd, 2023, I think uh, they had a, a they had a forum, a, a town hall last night on CNN about it. And I mean, the residents who are living with this uh, have just been told all this stuff that, in my opinion, is just crap. Um, they've been told, oh, the water's safe to drink, oh, the air is safe, and but they're having all these symptoms. So they're being told one thing, uh, and they're experiencing something different. And I think that's really, really relevant to, to my podcast and the healthcare system because I think there are a lot of situations in life, uh, you know, interactions with physicians, with healthcare, at hospitals, urgent care places where somebody says, you know what, this is what's happening to me, this is what's going on, and then they're dismissed as if they're making it up or like it's in heads, in, in their head, things like that. Um, and I even recall the Golden Girls did an episode about that. It was an episode um, where Dorothy kept getting sick. She had all these symptoms of chronic fatigue syndrome. Uh, it could have been a lot of different things. It sounded based on the show, that episode, that it was maybe something viral. Who knows? But she was dismissed and she had to go to doctor, to doctor, to doctor, to doctor, to doctor, to doctor. And everybody dismissed it until she finally got to this one guy who actually was competent and knew what he was doing. And he was like, you know what? You do have something. It's not made up in your head. And it's probably viral. Um, so I think it's really, really sad um, that these residents, these long-term residents of Ohio um, are being told that, you know, nothing's wrong with you it's okay to drink the water never mind all the dead fish and all the other things and you know the skin outbreaks and the rashes and the coughing and the headaches and all that stuff but you're fine i mean it just it's awful um and if you watch that town hall on cnn um the ceo was on there and you know he gave all these kind of uh nice kind responses but it didn't sound like he was really really in tune with them and it sounds like, based off the feedback that they, that the, the residents there in that town hall shared, that they don't, they're not being heard, and that the company's not doing a lot, uh, and that those chemicals, vinyl chloride, uh, and all the rest of those chemicals that were on those trains, um, that they, you know, burned up in a controlled explosion or whatever, 
you know, it sounds like some of those things are leaking, leaking, and not only that, but fuel. And so one of the residents, she was really, really good, but she was concerned, and she actually stood up for herself and for those for you know her her um her fellow ohioans uh ohioans and she really really was pretty tough on the guy as she should have been and she, she made it clear well what about this what about the warning systems and you know the funny thing about that whole affair uh, which i'll get into a lot more deeply when i do that full podcast episode on it was that this same company um, the same train company, um, they had been reducing employees and fighting regulations and lobbying against all this stuff uh, and all these different things. But then when this train derails and it wreaks havoc, it's a disaster on these people and their land and their living circumstances, all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, we're gonna spend money to fix it. Well, why didn't you spend that money ahead of time to prevent it in the first place? And I think that that's one of the big reasons why I wanna talk about that is because prevention and proactivity are everything, whether it comes to you know, safety protocols, safety concerns, regulations, things like that. And you know, I don't really, really wanna get into the politics of it all. Um, that's really not the purpose of this podcast. Uh, I don't really want to necessarily talk about politics, um, uh, you know, it, and, you know, specifically, I want to focus on solutions anyway, but I don't really want to get into the politics of it, but I will say this, uh, and this is just my, my general feeling about things. If you invest in things, if you invest in the right things, you're going to get a good return. And if you don't invest in things uh, or you fail to invest in things, Things that are predictable that you don't want to happen will happen. And I think that's just true of a lot of things. It's true of train tracks and, and the infrastructure for trains and the safety mechanisms that aren't in place. I mean, you know, let's be honest. We have a telescope where we can see galaxies, foreign galaxies and, you know, distant stars and constellations and all this stuff. And we can do all this stuff. We can see all this stuff. We can monitor all this stuff. And we can't get a freaking train right? I mean, trains have been around for ages. I mean, there ought to be so much technology on that train that, and even if you look at different company, countries, um, Asian countries and their rail systems, I mean, they've got all kinds of technology. Our, I mean, our infrastructure, our roads, our trains, even our airplanes and things like that is just so behind the times. Um, so I'm going to do a podcast about that. I'm just going to kind of talk about that. I'm also going to talk about values because I think a lot of these issues and, and especially issues associated with, you know, healthcare or a lack of healthcare is all about values, what we value and what we fail to value and how those have changed over time. Um, and I think companies and people show what they truly value and care about in their actions. And if you want to see what somebody values, look at what they do and then look at what they fail to do. What they fail to do are going to be things that aren't reflected in their values, regardless of what they say. And the things that they do do or invest in are going to be what they really, really value. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why um, in that town hall, those citizens didn't believe anything that CEO had to say or the company has to say or even what the governor has to say on that issue because you can see the company's actions were completely different from what they're saying. They said one thing and they did another. 
the company's two-faced, right? And the company was buying back stock and doing all these kind of things. That's where their investment is. They're all about them and profit. They're not about those people, and their trains flow through those places. So I think, I think America truly needs a reinvestment in our infrastructure and things that we should be valuing. Uh, and unfortunately, the world that we live in now, it seems to be all about the bottom line and about money and shareholder value and investments and returns and things like that. And I don't think it should be about that. You can value having nice things and being successful, but it shouldn't all revolve around money. And if everything just revolves around stuff and money and possessions, then, you know, I think we've got some major issues. But I don't think I'm saying anything new when it comes to that. Uh, I think people already know that. Um, you know, one of the other things that I'm going to do a podcast about that I'm really, really excited about, and I'm, I've, got, I've got a special guest for that, is I'm going to do a podcast about stability. Um, and I think stability has a new meaning now uh, because of COVID-19 and because of some of the other things that have disrupted our way of life. In terms of um, stability, there are, and I kind of use the seesaw principle uh, to talk about this, but there are things that promote stability, financial stability, life stability, uh, health stability, mental stability, and then the things that detract from it. So, you know, in a perfect world or in an ideal world, what you want to do is have stability things, stability factors, stability variables, stability elements in place to make it easier for you to remain stable during tough times, right? That's what stability factors are all about. Um, just like the suspension in your car is all about, you know, preventing your car from just running all over the pace and bouncing all over the place. Your suspension in your car helps to provide stability so you can actually navigate your car safely. Uh, if you if your suspension doesn't work in your car, if it's missing and you're bouncing all over the place, you can't control your vehicle. And then you're going to have a lot of accidents and you're going to be an unstable factor on the road. Um, I mean, that's one example, but I could use a bunch of different examples uh, in terms of stability. I mean, you know, that's why you have insulation in your house and that's why you keep a savings account. And that's why you do a lot of things uh, to help maintain stability. Um, and, you know, stability and security are, are closely tied together. Um, so I'm going to do a, a podcast episode on stability. I'm excited about that. I've got a special guest. And so I'm looking forward to talking about that. Um, another topic that I'm going to do uh, an upcoming uh, podcast on is the concept of um, the concept of values. Um, you know, if you've listened to any of the other podcasts, um, especially the podcast where I talked about um kind of the variables and considerations in terms of our mental health system uh, and our medical system, I think it's about what we value. Um, and in, that, in those two podcasts that I did, um, I think episode four and episode five of season one, you know, I talked about that and I talked about how drives and motives uh, show who your values are. Um, and I think because in, in our country, pharmaceutical companies, um, insurance companies, probably more than anything, large healthcare organizations, um, those are the factors that control healthcare in this country. And because their number one motive and drive is profit, that's their value, then you're probably not going to have the greatest outcomes. 
And so one of the reasons I think that we don't have this good of outcomes that as we could have in this country is because the motive for all the people, the major stakeholders who are in charge of everything is money and profit. And when money and profit are at the top of the list of everything that you do, it's probably not gonna pay off well for average everyday folks. And I think that's the case in terms of healthcare in this country. I think we would have a lot better outcomes if the profit if profit weren't the primary motive for everything we do and unfortunately it is um so that's one of the things that i hope i'd like for my podcast to help change so that we're actually we have systems in place and the stakeholders at place are actually really concerned about health and wellness and stability and well-being and not just money um and so uh, I am definitely going to do a podcast about values. I'm also going to talk about um, a book that I think is a really, really good resource if you want to talk about and discover your own values and actually challenge your own values and grow some of your values. Um, and that's a concept that I think that a lot of people don't really kind of think about when they think about values. You know, they, you know, people talk about values, but they don't think about values as muscles. And I think values are, are you know, like muscles. They're like the brain. They're like the heart. Um, they're like your skeletal muscles that allow you to exercise and, and be fit. If you don't exercise them regularly, I think they tend to atrophy uh, or be out of shape. And I think in terms of um, some of the values that people have, um, you know, like honesty and integrity, the more you practice those on a regular basis, the stronger they're going to be. Uh, and so, that's part of what I do um, um, in my practice with some of, with a lot of my clients. A lot of people present with values that are out of alignment, and we work to get their values back into alignment. A lot of people have values that also appear to be in conflict, and so a lot of times when people can't make decisions, if they're torn, when people use the word torn, to me that's that suggests that there's a conflict between one variable and another. And it could be their values. So as soon as somebody uses the word torn, that's the first thing I think about. They have a, uh, a values conflict or there's a conflict between one priority and another priority, right? Um, and priorities are also an expression of our values. Um, usually priorities, it's, it's in terms of term, uh, time. So usually when you use the word priority, it's a function of what you value in terms of a particular point in time, right? And usually people talk about you know long-term priorities, short-term priorities, things like that, right? So if you're hungry, your immediate priority is to eat, right? Uh, if you if you are tired, then you know you might have to postpone that priority to later in the day when you can actually take a break, right? So you know that's kind of how you prioritize things. But I'm definitely going to talk about values, and I'm also going to talk about two closely related topics, which are principles, um, principles, and ethics. Right. Uh, so to me, those are all kind of in the same uh, um, orbit: uh, values, uh, principles, and ethics. So I'm definitely going to do a podcast about that. Um, I'm also going to do a podcast about just kind of holistic methods and principles. Um, and so anyway, that's a list of some of the topics that are upcoming in the podcast. I'm really excited. As you may or may not know, the podcast is now available everywhere. 
that podcasts are broadcast. Uh, so I'm excited about that. So the podcast is no longer just on Apple uh, Podcasts and Apple iTunes, but it's now on iHeartRadio. It's on Spotify. It will be on Google Podcasts soon. Um, it's also on Alexa and Amazon Music and all those different places. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm also going to have some guests who are going to talk about some other things. Uh, about, you know, medical errors and experiences in healthcare. Um, and, um, you know, some of the solutions, obviously, that we can come up with or create in order to create a better society. So, like I said, um, I'm really, really excited about this season. There's a reason why this podcast is called The Fresh Start with Dr. David Podcast. It is about fresh starts. Uh, and, you know, fresh starts to me are about solutions, right? Uh, fresh starts are about creating solutions. And fresh starts are solutions, right? So that's why the podcast is called that. Also wanted to encourage you and let you know, if you didn't already know, I do have three Facebook groups that you can join and get free um, motivational quotes, aspirational phrases, and things like that every single day. Uh, and it's free. Um, all you have to do is join on Facebook. So you can do a search uh, on Facebook. Um, the first one is called Fresh Start with Dr. David. Uh, that's a Facebook group. The second one is called New Balance with Dr. David. And the third one is simply called Grow. And I left Grow for last because Grow is a public Facebook group. So the other two are private. And you can join those if you want. Uh, you just can't share the motivational quotes and things like that. So I think a lot of times people want to share, um, you know, motivational quotes, positive aspirations, uh, things like that, um, positive, um, positive thoughts. And in the public group, you're able to do that. In the private groups, the way that Facebook is set up, uh, you can, I guess you could copy it and create a new post on your, um, in Facebook and share it that way. But you can't just click the, the share button um, and, and share it. But with the Grow Facebook group, you can't do that. And it's just G-R-O-W, all caps. So check those out. Also, we'll um, just talk about a little bit about my books. As you know, I've got three books out, two self-improvement books, Tomato Bisque for the Brain, and then um, Sweet Potato Pie for the Spirit, Soul, and Psyche. Both of those self-improvement books are chock full of daily positive affirmations, and I have some clients who just listen to those over and over. So all the positive affirmations, uh, uh, phrases, and quotes are all in Chapter 7 of both of those books. I specifically wanted the chapter in both of those self-improvement books um, to be numbered the same in terms of where the positive affirmations were located. So either one of those, if you buy a physical copy of the book from Amazon, uh, which the link is in the details of any podcast episode, then I'll gift you uh, or give you a free audible version that you can listen to at work or in your car or whatever else. Um, and so those positive affirmations are really, really good in terms of setting the intention of the tone of your day, whether it's the middle of your day, the end of your day, or the beginning of the day. So I definitely would recommend that you check those out. Uh, you can find those on Amazon. And then my third book, The Nutrient Diet. And it's the first book of its kind that's 50% diet, nutrition, metabolism, and physiology of the things that you eat. 
and then 50% the psychology of why you make the food choices and eating choices that you do and how to change it. So um, that book covers everything. Uh, it covers water, sugars, proteins, amino acids, carbohydrates, ketones, fats, oils. The biggest chapter is on alcohol, how your body processes alcohol, the different types of things in alcohol that give you a headache or a hangover, things like that. Um, uh, that's the largest chapter. And then um, there's also uh, a chapter on fluids and vitamins and minerals. And then, like I said, the other half of the book is all about uh, meal planning, meal spacing, meal preparation, uh, holiday habits, things like that. And, you know, like I said, the psychology of why you make the food choices. Uh, the food choices that you make are important, but the psychology behind them is equally important. I think there's an app uh, I, I've heard about called Noom where people talk about, uh, I've seen in their commercials where they talk about, you know, uh, I think in a recent commercial they talk about, oh, well, you know, um, if things are offered to me for free, then I'm more likely to eat them. Well, yeah, hello. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people have that. Um, I don't know that you necessarily need Noom, but if, if Noom helped you uh, reach those. But I wrote a whole, you know, half of a book about those types of things. So it's not like little things that you probably already realize. It's, it's, it's deeper than that, and it gives you specific things that you can do to fix it, uh, including self-medicating with food, which is what a lot of people do. Um, and so, anyway, check that out, The Nutrient Diet. Uh, it is also on Amazon, and like the other two books, if you buy a physical copy of the book, then I will gift you an audible version that you can listen to uh, while you work or um, at any other point. Um, so anyway, uh, welcome back to the Fresh Start Podcast. I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited about some of the um, the podcast episodes that are upcoming. I'm going to tell you also share a few more different topics that we're going to uh, carry this season. So, you know, the first one was all about New Year's resolutions. I'm also going to do a podcast episode on boundaries. I think boundaries are so important. Boundaries are what allow you to have relationships with other people that don't harm you, right? Um, and you've heard terms when people talk about addiction and things like that. You'll talk about how somebody is an enabler or an activator and things like that. So that podcast is all about boundaries, boundaries that you have with your friends, boundaries that you have with coworkers, boundaries that you have with the personal associates and pro and business associates and neighbors and things like that. So that is all about boundaries. I know you're going to learn a lot from that episode because boundaries are missing from so many different spheres of life today. Uh, and I see people break boundaries all the time and I'm like, did you really just ask me that? Did you really just say that? And that's because some people just have no sense of boundaries. So we're going to do a full episode and we're going to go in deep on boundaries. I'm also going to do a full podcast on time management. Time in many ways is your greatest asset and your most expensive liability, depending on how you use it. So we're definitely going to talk about time management, time, the concept of time, how time works, some general rules about time, and then also how to structure your time so you're productive, right? And we'll also definitely talk about downtime because downtime is really, really important when it comes to self-care. You've got to have some downtime. I'm also going to do uh, a podcast episode, and I haven't decided whether I'm going to separate these into two separate podcasts 
or do it in one because they're so closely related. But I'm also going to do a podcast on setting priorities or prioritization in decision making. Those are really, really, really closely tied together. I actually uh, introduced that topic in my my second self-improvement book, Tomato Bisque for the Brain. There's a chapter on a system that I created called the ROS system. So if you get the book, you'll have the system. Um, And the ROS system, ROS stands for Rank Order System, right? So the ROS is really a system for ranking your priorities. And it's really easy. It's, It's if you've ever done uh, an outline before, uh, or if you've done a timeline before, it kind of works the same way. So it's a real easy, very easy, simple way, even easier than a recipe for making priorities when you have a lot of things to do and you don't have a lot of time. And some things are more important than others. So it's a really easy system to use. It's called the ROS, the rank order system. And I'm going to do a podcast on that. I'm also going to do one on decision making. Um, those two concepts are really, really tied together. I don't know if I'm going to separate those or not. But decision making is really, really important because it's tougher and tougher to make decisions these days, um, I think, than it was in the past. Just because there's so many different things that are competing for your attention, your time, your money, things like that. And um, the biggest concept that I'll probably talk about in terms of decision making is planning and proactivity. Um And that's also a concept that I bring up in the nutrient book, I mean, the nutrient diet, um, because if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to change your diet, if you're trying to change the foods you eat and the way that you consume calories, you've got to make decisions about it and set priorities before you eat. You cannot wait until it's time for that meal in order to make the right decision. You've got to make it ahead of time. So I'm probably going to keep those two topics, setting priorities or prioritization and decision-making together, but I may separate them. But anyway, those are another round of uh, podcast topics that I'm going to cover. So anyway, hang with us. I'm really excited. If you're new to this podcast, I invite you to check out the other episodes, especially since we're still near the beginning of the year. Definitely check out... um, Uh, episode one of this season which is season two the new year's resolutions uh, um, episode that one's going to give you a lot of tools in terms of keeping your goals and your resolutions for this year and what things to avoid um, and what things that you need to start doing in order to make it so that the resolution and the goal that you have becomes permanent, right? Becomes a habit, becomes a ritual, becomes like brushing your teeth every day uh, and, you know, taking a shower and putting on underwear and those types of things. That's what you want. If you have a resolution, if you have a goal, the biggest thing that you can do to actualize that goal is to make it a practice, to make it a habit, to make it a ritual. So anyway, welcome back. Stay tuned for future episodes. If you're uh, interested in seeking out my services for life coaching, for hypnosis and hypnotherapy, uh, for therapies to address anxiety, PTSD, depression, life direction, ADHD, and you want a holistic, natural, psychodynamic, cognitive behavioral approach, please come to my office. Um, The websites for my practices are www.mlm.com. Coga.com. That's for MLC of Greater Atlanta, which is a holistic mental health and wellness practice. 
www.atlantacoaching.com, which is the website address for Atlanta Coaching and Hypnotherapy Associates, www.atlantahealthandwellness.com, which is health, wellness, diet, nutrition, weight loss, weight management, and also for chronic disease management coaching for you know people who live with diabetes and hypertension and obesity and things like that uh, who need help with uh, creating protocols and goals and setting their environment up so that they win and not fail. And then lastly, www.atlantasmallbusinessincubator.com, which is for Atlanta the Atlanta Small Business Incubator. And that's a practice that I created to help my clients if they want to start a small business, to grow an existing small business and things like that. And it's a focus on the foundation. Most people start a business without a firm foundation. And the whole purpose of the practice is to help people grow and make it so that the foundation of their business is strong. That way they can be stable during tough times, right? Which is the topic for my one of my upcoming episodes, I think I'm going to do that on Saturday. And that whole podcast episode on Saturday is going to be all about stability. The things that you need to do and add and create in your life in order for you to be more stable, especially during the tough times. And with that, I'm going to conclude. Thanks so much for tuning in And again. This is episode two of season two of the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. And I look forward to seeing you during the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye.